Indiana wants me, but I can't go back there. I That's won't go back there. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> everyone and welcome back to our fourth fourth episode of our new thoughtfully chaotic podcast where we have boundless conversations no i'm bounds. june and i'm Shelby. no bounds and we are, are on, on the, the same, same page <laughs> okay i think the lag is getting us i don't think that was even our fault <laughs> Okay, but what's like the tempo we need to be doing it? Because I feel like that was too slow. Yeah, we need to make it a song. On yeah. the same page. We're on <laughs> no the one same wants to hear that. Page. Page. <laughs> Everyone tuned out right at that minute. <laughs> Gotta get that clip. <laughs> um, oh it needs to be like, well, and we're on the same on page. The same page <laughs> <laughs> two, two different directions they're not on two the- new- <laughs> a new level <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well how are you today i'm great i'm great i had a great breakfast i'm here i'm you know we're calling calling ourselves podcasters and that feels pretty dope yeah. and uh yeah um, haven't launched yet but we're already podcasters four episodes i mean wait is your phone ringing yeah oh, that's mine <laughs> oh no it wasn't ringing but i, I thought we buzz. were having a psychic moment hold on okay this is off anyway, to a chaotic just... start <laughs> we did call this thoughtfully thoughtfully chaotic. chaotic yes we are we are gonna think about this a lot and how chaotic it was <laughs> <laughs> well anyway get back to the breakfast because i need you to describe that breakfast to the listeners because if you're a if you're a breakfast hoe like me, <laughs> you'll drool for this shit. <laughs> so I had um they were called hash brown benedicts. I'm a eggs benny gal. I love a benny. I don't care what kind of benny, I'm gonna eat it. So the one I had was a hash brown benedict, which I've never heard of before, and it was a ham and cheese stuffed hash brown croquette. With the poached eggs on top and a like mushroom herbal hollandaise sauce on top with like r- cut up bread peppers. <laughs> oh my mm. god, it mm. was mm. so good! Mm. And then I got cheesy grits as my side, and I got a virgin Damn. Bloody Mary. Oh, are you not drinking still? I am not, and no, I'm not with child. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't. I don't assume that when people say they're not drinking, but I know the world does. So thank you for clarifying. Yes. Yes. I am not with child, but I am going on seven months without an alcoholic beverage. Wait, straight. Mm hmm. I didn't know that. Obviously. in So listeners, when we went on our annual <laughs> trip this year in the spring, which was the last time I saw this bitch, unfortunately, in person, <laughs> um, she had just... Like, you were just not starting to not drink. Yes. And it was kind of because of, like, multiple... Like, we didn't want to have things collide. Like, interactions collide. Yeah, I'll say it. I uh, started an anxiety (laughs) medication. And it's the first time since, like, college I've been on one. 
And, you know, they tell you not to drink alcohol on it. And when we went on our trip, I'd only been on it for, like, not even a month. So I didn't want to, like, risk it in a different country of just, like, maybe having a bad reaction to it. And then I'm an idiot and even forgot my meds while we were there. So I really didn't want to try it because I had to use Puntacon anxiety meds, which... (laughs) That's actually a good story. It Um, is. She... Who knows what this what she was taking? <laughs> Not really, I, but like I she don't. did her best to verify it. But like, was it real? Who knows? Right, right. So that was the whole thing in itself. And God, <laughs> thinking about it, just like how just... this this episode is off to a rocky start, and that trip was off to a rocky yes. start for you guys before like, we even got on the plane. <laughs> so I didn't want to chance it with like a med that I didn't even know what I was taking and everything. So at first it was for the anxiety medication part is why I stopped drinking. But then like I realized while I wasn't drinking, I felt great. I, the hangovers, I don't miss. I didn't crave any alcohol or anything. Like every once in a while I might be like, oh, you know, an espresso martini sounds great or a Bloody Mary sounds great. But I feel like mocktails are such a thing now. Like, they're on, like, a lot of restaurants' menus and stuff like that, that it's been, like, easy to feel like I'm, like, having a nice little cocktail without having the alcohol of it. And, I mean, I've, like, I just bodily and mentally feel great. And I think a lot of it is because I haven't had any alcohol. So I'm just going to keep it on going. I love that. Do people give you shit about it? (sighs) So I feel like it's half and half. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, hell yeah, like good for you. Love that for you. Like, and they ask me, you know, how do you feel? Like all that kind of stuff. They're very curious about it. And they're just like, okay, cool, dope. But then there are, there is the other side that I've dealt with that are like, oh, but like, why don't you just have one? Like, it's not that big a deal. Or like, oh, why don't you have one? And they'll just, like, keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And it's just kind of like, how old are we? Like, why is that? Why why does does it matter matter? if I drink or not? Like, Well, and I could see somebody, like, caring, I guess, if, like, you were being a buzzkill about it. I can't drink. So I'm going to make you guys feel bad about it. And, like, yada, yada. Like, if that's the case, obviously that's annoying for everyone else. But when we were on vacation and you weren't drinking and all the rest of us were, I mean, we were at an all-inclusive resort. Like, that was half the perk of going right (laughs) like i i looking back like i don't even think about you not drinking like that's not like a highlight of something i remember about it because we were all still having fun the only time you were annoyed about it was (laughs) which to be fair i was almost getting annoyed about it was when our men got a little bit too oh yeah you know drunky drunk in the in the later nights yeah then we were kind of like oh my god can you guys get it together like they were like shot a clock every half hour every half hour yeah yeah (laughs) and you know like i i feel like bad influences on each other (laughs) yes well i it was it was so so this one (laughs) Was being a bad influence on that one for sure. I mean, Nathan doesn't even. He need won't the say bad no, to but, <laughs> but he'll <laughs> he'll be the leader. <laughs> yeah. um, but and well, and I will say, like, when I think back on it, I I don't think I was. Nathan heard me talking shit. Oh, he recording. 
He didn't know we were recording. <laughs> yeah, we are Nathan. He like came so. and just he was like <laughs> Butt out. Wow. <laughs> she said butt out. <laughs> Uh, but when I think about Punta Cana the only time I feel and this was like only like two weeks of me not drinking so I will say that what I felt buzzkilly about and I don't think I actually was being one but my brain I was kind of like oh what if they're like annoyed that you know anyway was like I felt like I was getting like tired a lot sooner than you guys were so I felt like I was being just kind of like quiet and like reserved because i was getting tired but you guys were like drinking and having a good time and i was still having a good time like don't get me wrong it i just feel like since it was new for me to not drink i think i was just like trying to find the balance but i feel like i'm not like that now i feel like and also i'm a good ass i'm rather i'm drinking or not so like, is, i feel I like that's confirm. not <laughs> not like a big <laughs> issue for me and it just so when people are like, oh, why don't you just do it? Like, it's just like, I'm, I don't need it. If you want it to have a good, by all means, I've been, trust me. It's not that I was not a drinker before. I trust me. I was <laughs> so like, but like, do what you like, why does it matter? That's what I don't get. If you're still having fun and you're appearing to have fun, I don't get why anyone would even be commenting right. on what you are, are or are not doing. Right. Because. That's just like too much work. Like, how am I supposed to keep track of what everyone else is is or isn't drinking? Like, right? What? <laughs> I'll say like um, yesterday we went to a going away party for like some friends, and I'll say that's the first time like I felt like it came up very often. Of like, not in a bad way. Like nobody ever like really made me feel bad about it or felt weird about it. It just obviously it's a going away party, so people were like drinking and you know whatever, which fine. And <laughs> the host offered me a shot and I was like oh no like I'm good and she's like oh why and I was like oh I'm just not like drinking and I think she may have assumed I was like with child or something um which fine whatever I mean my brain goes there too like if somebody says it but I I just told her like oh no like I don't drink anymore like I just it's not my thing anymore and she like was like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry like I didn't well, mean to like think, shove think a sh- you're an addict. Yes. So that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm going with that because she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to shove like alcohol in your face. And I was like, oh my God, no, like you're fine. Like I don't have like a problem. Like it's not, <laughs> so it's either, yeah. I feel like the assumption is either I'm pregnant or I was an alcoholic once. <laughs> it's it like, it's just not a preference for me anymore, which I don't blame people who have those thoughts. And it was very sweet for her to like be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean, but it's also like, you don't know me and you can't read my mind. Like you don't, you didn't know I didn't drink. Like, so it's, yeah, I don't fault anybody for it, but I will fault you if I've already told you I don't drink and you're like trying to get me Bringing to. Bringing it up yeah, again. But, yeah. But everybody at the party, like what, like that did offer it and I like declined and told them why they I mean they were all very nice about it and they were like a bunch of strangers and I was like thanks oh good I mean if a stranger gave you shit about it right right goodbye. like I just you're not even in my life anymore I don't care <laughs> I would even rather a stranger do it than like somebody I'm like close with though because a stranger may well, not sure. know the boundaries I, I, well, yes, or like you can write them off may not like really see how it is like how it doesn't like mean a lot to me, but like it, it does, I guess. 
Anyway, but like they may not know that. Whereas like a friend knows I don't. They know I don't want to. They know the reasons. Was there any time, and you can, I want you to be honest, in, in Punta Cana that you felt like any of us kind of pushed at all or, I don't know, had any influence, like, fe- you felt any influence? No, not at all, which I did really appreciate because I did talk to, like, Dylan before we went, like, that I was, like, nervous that, not that I thought you guys would or that he would, but, like, I was just nervous that, like, maybe, like, you guys would think I'm being, like, a bummer for not or, like... If, like, I I didn't want you guys to also feel like, oh, maybe we shouldn't drink as much because she's not. Like, I didn't want to be any sort of reason for anything. But I never felt like I was. Like, I never felt like you guys were not drinking or not drinking as much because of me. But you guys also didn't make me feel weird because I wasn't. Even like I like Good. almost I, every I mean, day I you were that. like, oh, Shelby, look at the mocktail of the day that they're having. Like, it, it sounds so good. <laughs> so like it like, you know, I I didn't feel any sort of like pressure for it or anything, um, which I appreciated because like I said, that was only two weeks after I'd stopped. So like I was like still in that like, oh, what if you know, but now I'm like, no, I don't want it. <laughs> well, and that's so like. I don't even know where I would be reading about this at, but I feel like I've read a lot of like firsthand accounts from people who have chosen to not drink for whatever reason or whatever the substance is that is like in their group, like a thing. Mm -hmm. And um, like talking about how it's annoying that people like put pressure on them or bring it up or like seem to care for some reason. And some of the things they've said to not have to deal with that is either they just pretend they're drinking, like holding, you know, a red solo cup or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, somebody offers you a drink. Oh, I'm good. I got mine. Or like, which I have done. Or someone offers you a shot. Oh, I'm just sticking to like beer. Like I'm sticking to light stuff, like something like that, which mm-hmm. I don't think anyone should have to lie about that. But I also get sometimes it's just easier. Yeah. I also get not wanting to disclose, like, talk about something in your life that's like like could be considered like serious like like or bringing down the mood all the time and like having to answer any questions about it you should be able to say no i'm not drinking and that just be the end of the conversation and we move on no is a complete sentence i don't need to say no because my go-to is getting like a soda water with lime because then it looks like a vodka mm-hmm. soda and lime. Which, granted, I, I actually genuinely really enjoy drinking soda waters with lime. So, like... Win-win. <laughs> at least it's something I enjoy. But, yeah, sometimes, like, if somebody comes up to me like, oh, you want to drink? I will just be like, oh, like, I have, you know... I don't ever say it's a vodka soda, but I just like, oh, I got mine. And they assume that it is. And, like, I ran into... I used to be a bartender. And I ran into a couple of my regulars a few weeks ago. Um, out and I hadn't seen them in a long time so I haven't seen them since I stopped drinking and I used to drink with them a lot like after work or during work and um, <laughs> get and, through the shift <laughs> you know they're like oh let me get you some drinks let me get you some shots of the and I was like I I didn't have a drink like at the time to where I could be like oh I already got one but um they're also ones that like well I'll get you your second one and your third mm-hmm. one and so I eventually was like, and they were pretty drunk already, which is like fine. But, um, so I was like, oh, actually like I don't drink anymore. And you would have thought I said, Hey, I just hit your dog outside. 
Like they were like, what? Yeah. Like they couldn't fathom that. And like that was kind of awkward and weird because then like it was kind of like they're like, okay, well, bye then. Oh, you're not drinking with us then like. Well, I was literally, See ya. <clears throat> like, harsh truth moment, guys. Anyone in your life that treats you differently because of what you are or aren't doing isn't a real friend. Cut they're, them out. They're your social friend. They can be your party friend, but they're not your, like, real, yeah. there for you at all times friend. Yes. So, it, like I talked about in that last, two episodes ago, last yeah. episode, that there's different, you have to like realize that there are different types of lives. Friends. <laughs> that too, I guess. <laughs> you can't, yes. in fact, have your own there's lifestyle. There's different types of friends in your life. You can. You can, in fact. You can have multiple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's different types of friends in your life, and you have to be okay with like, kind of go out of your way to figure out, okay, is this a friend that I'm going to sit and pour out my life story to and see every weekend and talk to all the time? Or is this a friend where I'm going out with yeah. them? I'm having a good time with them. Or is this a friend where like you may not talk for weeks at a time, but when you do, that's like your, your person, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just feel, and like I said, in that episode, that's something I'm having to like figure out. And yeah. And if you don't, if, if my drinking affects our friendship, I don't. Exactly. I mean, that's just ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Like take a look at your own life guys. Like if that's bothering you so much, like why? Does that mean you have an unhealthy relationship with alcohol? It might be, you know, or an, or right. just an unhealthy <laughs> relationship with people. I mean, both all together. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I've been, I don't drink ever since college. I only drink social, a damn near only like here and there. I, that's not the case, but I only usually drink socially because I realized in college, like when I would drink alone, that it made me feel like fucking shit mentally and physically. And, um, like I would get really low when I was like sitting at home on a Saturday night drinking by myself. And like, that was when every like insecurity or fear, like ever like fucking attacked me. And right. Cause you're sitting there thinking it's a depressant. It's like literally a depressant. Right. Right. (laughs) Like depression. (laughs) Depression. So you figure that it, you know, made me feel like shit. And, um, so that was when I stopped (laughs) drinking by like pretty, like I would still drink at home with Nathan, but, um, I don't usually drink alone. And once in a blue moon, even if I wasn't like drinking alone, but then I'm later alone and I'm still like buzzed or drunk, I can still get really low then too. Like it's for me, it's only fun if it's being used like in a social setting and then I don't get all like weepy and shit yeah and that's how I was like before I stopped was I and even in college I feel like I never was a drink at home person like when I'm sitting at home I don't ever feel thirsty like even for water or anything else and so I feel like when I'm at home and even if I have alcohol or water or whatever it is I'm not drinking it really so I was a very social drinker but when I would socially drink I would I would drink I didn't really cut myself Well, and in college, we were doing that a um, lot, so we had a high tolerance, so... (laughs) The time. All the time. Karaoke at Uh, the chug every Thursday. Thursday night, baby. Great time. I would still do it. It didn't matter what you had on Friday. You were going to the chug on Thursday for karaoke, damn it. (laughs) 
Well, and I'm I'm surprised because picturing myself, especially right now, with a room full or half full of strangers, it sounds like you, you were in yesterday, and yeah. not drinking. Um, I don't believe you would have been on any other substance to intoxicate you. Like you don't. I exactly. was not. So I'm picturing that one of my friends did go around telling everybody I was doing crack instead of drinking but crack or cocaine because those are very different (laughs) crack (laughs) actual crack (laughs) all right well um i think they would have known but (laughs) but i was in fact not doing that well i believe that um but like i picture (laughs) being in that situation and i still feel like i need things uh, substances to help me do social things so like that almost sounds like hell to me but that makes me feel bad like i'm not happy that that sounds scary and like not very fun that i like i don't think i would be that fun in certain group settings without alcohol or something else like well and i feel like introverted people like you said that you are like i feel like being in social settings like that is almost like a trigger of like either anxiety or like just not like, coming oh out God, of your oh shell, you know, I feel kinda, like. Yeah. I can see why. You know, they call it, like, drunken courage. Like, or, sorry, liquid yeah. courage. You know, they call it that for a reason because, you know, you're able to kind of open up more, like, as you're doing it. And me being an extrovert, and like I said, like, I'm not saying you're not a good time if you're not. But, like, for me, I'm just, I already am that, like bubbly like hey i'm shelby hey like what's going on like hey i'll go karaoke sober like i'm just that person so like i feel like that's also why it's been so easy for me to stay sober Mm -hmm. is just because i like am just naturally that kind of person but i do feel like if i was an introverted person and had like those kind of like social anxieties or like not easy to come out of my shell i feel like it'd be a lot harder for me to not drink or something in those situations. Yeah. I could see how that'd be really hard. Yeah, and well, I don't really like drinking that much anymore anyway, just physically how I feel. Like, I don't sleep well. I, um, you know, you feel like crap, stomach, head. I'm so prone to headaches, so, like, anything will make that worse. And um, that I prefer right. just good old THC, man. Like, I would rather just you know, puff on some of that, then drink a bunch, drink to excess especially. But I do still feel some social pressure to like drink. And then I'm trying, then I'm mixing stuff sometimes. It's like, uh oh, we could get a little wild. (laughs) This this could go bad. (laughs) But right, right. I don't know. And I, you know, everybody has their shit. And why does it matter what you do and what I do and what they do? And it do whatever you need to do to be comfortable. Like, I feel like that's what it's all about is just doing what you need to do to be comfortable. Within reason, of course. Like, don't, like please don't for do me, crack. Like, well, yeah. Yeah, don't, you know, yeah, I, I'm not going to be an advocate for that. <laughs> but, like, if, you know, if drinking a little bit is what makes you comfortable in those settings, do it. If smoking, like, or having an edible or whatever makes you more comfortable, then do that. Or if, honestly, for me, like, sometimes... I will say, like, drinking, yeah, makes me a little bit more, like, loose and whatever. But, like, sometimes I feel like me drinking, I get to a point where I'm not comfortable anymore. I'm like, oh, shit. Mm. I went too yes. far. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So, like, I just feel like it's just, like, a 
easy line. Whereas if I don't drink, I'm still usually comfortable. And even if I'm a little uncomfortable, I at least can like regulate that a little easier than if I'm just throwing back shots or drinks or Mm -hmm. whatever. So, you know, do what makes you comfortable within, yeah, within reason. Don't like, you know, ruin your life. Yeah. And please don't like go past that like line of too much of whatever it is, like regularly, like, you know, try to figure that out. But hey, we all got something, right? <laughs> we all got yes. something. <laughs> Don't worry. Not drinking has not solved all my problems. <laughs> I still got them. The <laughs> They're still waiting for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's life. Okay. Um, anyway. Well, do you want to hear my story about. Oh, my God. I don't even know what I told you about it. So, listeners. You didn't really tell me anything about it, but okay, I'm ready. So, listeners, Lay it I on had me. yesterday in the real world a, um, an interaction. <laughs> in the in wild. The wild um, a, um, interaction with a stranger that was the perfect callback lady. Look over here. Hi, lady. People want to see lady. Oh, Nathan lady gave them girl. baths yesterday, and they're so soft. Oh, she's so soft. Aww. Okay, girly. Anyway, sweet, sweet baby. Um, so it's a callback to when maybe I shouldn't even say that. I'm just gonna start telling the story, but it's a callback to okay. something we talked about in episode three. So okay. I was leaving work from my salon because now it's not a secret what I do. And um, <laughs> Nathan, so weirdly, because Nathan had gotten his haircut, we drove to work together. I then stayed to work. He was going to pick me up. So we live like five minutes away from the salon. So like, I'm basically like, hey, I'm ready. And I was like, done. So I walked a few doors down and we have a dispensary a few doors down. And that's where we buy all of our th- legal THC products. Even though we're in Indiana and I, you would be surprised that I can find legal THC products, but, um, so good for me. So I always go in there like every couple weeks and that's where we stock up. But there was a new guy working. There's usually only like two or three people that work there. So I, I, I know them all, like not actually know them, but like I recognize them. I think they recognize me and, and, you know, we move along, but this guy, as soon as I walk in and this place is like small and like dead. There's hardly ever like more than one or two people in there, if that. So I walk in and this guy comes out and he's like, hello, like, welcome. And he goes, oh, you look like a celebrity. And I go, oh, my God. like, Shut up. So hold on. I'm going to fight. Okay. So I was leaving work. I I actually did think I looked cute yesterday. So I was like, I was like wearing a decently cute outfit. Like my hair is like relatively done. I have like bare minimum makeup <laughs> on. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> thank you. No, I did not do that. But that's what I was like thinking. I was like, oh my God, thank you. Like I do look cute. <laughs> she did. So I did not say that. But I was like, oh, and word vomit starts. <laughs> Word vomit starts coming out because I'm like, what the fuck do you say to that compliment? I would have been like, who? Um, Tell me right so now. Like, who? Oh, like, thanks. <laughs> um, well, okay. This is where I'm just an idiot. I, I guess I don't know <laughs> fucking social interactions. But I really thought he was just complimenting me. But in like a nice, it was it's not like, like a casual, flirty, like, like hey. anything <laughs> like that. So I'm just like, oh, thanks. And I was like, 
Because he didn't follow it up with anything else. So I was like, oh, like I work at the salon a few doors down. And he was like, oh, like that makes sense. And then we like talk about why I'm actually there, like buying the stuff. And then as he's like ringing me out, he goes, have you ever seen the movie Empire Records? Which I, well, no, he didn't even say, have you seen the movie? He just has, it's like mentions Empire Records. And I go, like, I'm like racing. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? And I was like, is that a movie? And he's like, yeah, it's an older movie. And I think he describes it for a second. And he goes, there's an actress in it that you look just like. I'm going to look it up. So once, I still haven't put together that this is why he called me a celebrity. Well, get ready. So don't look it up quite yet, even though this person he's talking about isn't a main character. So like you won't, I don't think so you won't see it right away, but he's like, you look like somebody from it. He says her name, Debbie Mazar. That's the actress. You heard of that? Heard of her? No, I have not. Yeah. Yeah. Never had heard of her. And he goes, she's like a dead lookalike for Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) And then I laughed because I was like, that's funny. That's the only person I've ever been said I look like. And because literally like a few days before (laughs) we were talking about it. So then he just says that like those two actresses look alike and I look just like this Debbie Mazar. So I like, because we're kind of wrapping it up and I was like, oh, you said it was called Empire Records. And he goes on to talk about that for a minute again. I was like, well, I just figured I'd remember the movie name versus her name so I can go look it up and look her up and he goes oh yeah like she does have kind of like an unusual name that's why it took me this whole time (laughs) to remember it and that's why i said a celebrity earlier and so like he was not complimenting me at all and i did not realize that till i left like till way later i I couldn't even remember her like (laughs) that's what (laughs) that's what he meant by that comment so here I thought I just like look good. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so then I had to look her up, obviously. I'm doing Didn't it know right how to now. Spell her name. It, it is a funky spelling. Yeah, it is. I was like, this is who you said I look like? Like, is this a compliment? However, that's mean. I think she's like an attractive woman, but she's definitely not conventionally attractive. That's a good way to say it, is not conventionally, but she is pretty. Yes. And then, but I, so even, so my first thought when I looked her up was, was he complimenting me? And my second thought was, damn, he was right though. <laughs> like, I do look like her. Compliment or not, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. I don't know if I needed the information, but he's not wrong. <laughs> I think that looks like dead like you. <sighs> but also, does she look like Scarlett Johansson? Fuck you. How old is she? We yes. need to find how she old this woman does. is. I don't think she. I do not she, think she's a carbon copy of her, which I think he directly she's said. Fifty nine. Oh, of course. I only look like an old bitch. Sorry, I don't mean that. Well, Debbie. I think you. I think you look like younger her. I don't think you look like her now. <laughs> I didn't see any recent photo. I look that's for like the like one I just pulled up is like a younger person mm-hmm. or that younger, does look like uh, me. It does. And I hate that you freaking got told that you look like somebody. Damn it. <laughs> it was so like again <laughs> applicable to. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm screaming. Uh, she's really mad. <laughs> I am because I want to know who I look like. I forgot to bring up to Nathan um, who we thought. You Do it right now. Like. Call him down there. Call him down. Honey bun. Gross. I'm just kidding. 
Nathan. So the only person, so here's my only like, you kind of look like, you kind of sort of ish look like this person. I didn't even get told that I look like her. I got told I sound like her. <laughs> and then after I talked for a while and the person like looked at me for far too long, they told me that I also kind of look like her. And like, I got told that twice about this person that I sound like her. Both times I got told, you kind of sound like Kat Dennings. She plays in like House Bunny. K-A-T. Oh. She's from Two Broke Girls. and But I don't think I look like her. First, I'd have to re-listen to her speak. I definitely don't have those boobs. Well. I don't look like that. Um, do you remember who we've said shelby jones sounds like darren said your full name again that you can see in real life do you remember who we said like we saw someone on television once and we definitely said or you definitely said oh i don't remember who it was though (laughs) she's mad she's mad at you (laughs) yeah i heard that (laughs) 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 whatever Like, maybe her with glasses, maybe. I was going to say, take your glasses off. Hey, everybody. It's me. (laughs) I don't see you without your glasses that much. I mean... Nobody does. Other than being, like, white and having, like, brown hair. Brown hair and glasses (laughs) when she has glasses. Like... I haven't even seen the glasses. I'll look that up. Like, her lips are, like, three times the size of mine. I guess maybe with the glasses I can see it. But That's once what I'm again, saying it's like is just maybe glasses. with glasses. But <laughs> everybody with glasses looks alike. Come on. So we found my look like. Well, once the listeners get in on this, they're going to tell us. They um, better or I'm going to fight. I don't remember what show or podcast I was watching or listening to at some point in the last few months, but they were getting like every week they'd have a new submission from people of like who they look like. And it'd be like people who aren't like well known like they found these people from like the depths of the internet be like you look like this like this is your doppelganger <laughs> so someone's I gonna that. Cool listen. i don't care if they're famous or not i just want to know i look like someone <laughs> it's like somebody's brother <laughs> wait what <laughs> <laughs> thanks thank you dude thank you that's oh why God. nobody tells me is because they're not <laughs> looking at the boys they're only looking at the girls I did not. What? <laughs> I did not mean that. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> uh-huh. My first foot in mouth. You do look like that lady when she's old. <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> I should have said it like somebody's dog. <laughs> I would prefer. That's I would why prefer. exactly I knew you'd prefer that. <laughs> Oh my god don't worry guys i'll put my foot in my mouth so many more times for yeah. the show that's like my specialty yes i uh i never know the right thing to say but i always know the wrong thing <laughs> you just see a tear. she'll say it even though she knows it's wrong oh she'll god. say it this this episode is chaotic chaotic episode oh my god uh, oh my god well, my bad. <laughs> I do not think you look like a man. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> Thanks. She starts coming to the podcast with her hair down every time. <laughs> I have had it up every time besides the first one. 
Is that why? Is that why, no, June? Not at all. I just am an idiot. <laughs> just a big dumb idiot. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll let you uh, <laughs> start the next subject because I can't talk. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. I have something. Unless you have something. Go for it. So, I have a corrections corner. I stole that from somebody. I think that's from uh, my favorite murder. I think they always call it corrections corner in their like what does housekeeping. That mean? So, uh, you know, do you like do you know the term housekeeping or like? Yeah, like housekeeping, doing housekeeping things. Yes. So, like yeah. in theirs, because they always just like talk a bunch of shit. Or they did. I have not listened to them for a long time. Um, but so they're always like doing like corrections, like about the previous episode and mm-hmm. like make like new information. So correction to episode two when I was talking mad shit about the high school people, and it's not really a correction. <laughs> it's a I need to rephrase how I said it because I didn't make any fucking sense for what I actually meant. Like when I listened back, cause you even questioned me too. Like, cause I edited that one and um, you're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm like, they're just not happy. It was when I was saying like, they weren't happy. Do you remember that? Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and you're like, well, how do you know that? Like, what makes that clear? And I was like, they're just not. <laughs> I just know it. <laughs> I just know, I know it. everything. What I meant, and I just didn't know how to like verbalize, I think, is that it wasn't, it's not that like, I know they're not happy. Maybe they are. Um, hopefully they are. I, I wish them all the best. But <laughs> what I know is that they're not acting as an individual in any way shape or form that's what i meant by i feel like they're not happy because how can they be when they're just doing the norm and what's expected of them and like nothing else about like going on in their life and to me how can you be happy doing that that's what i think i was meaning the key point being to you right what do you mean? Or do you just like, well, because you were saying like, to me, I don't see how you're happy doing that. So are you saying like, to you, you would never be happy doing that? Or like, to you, you don't understand like, how there's they no would way. actually be happy. Be ha- okay. Yeah. Okay. It, no, I, I wouldn't be happy doing that. And I don't see how right. they actually are. But yeah. I don't think, I don't think people like that are. So I'm going to start calling this like the normie. Okay. What's normal and what's expected? What's expected, like going about the life events that you're supposed to be going about in the order, in the time frame, like doing the things the way they are meant to be done. And in my hometown, that's such the norm that it like the only people who stayed there damn near are the ones who have done this normal route. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they went to school either way. They're working now. They're probably married. They're either having kids or going too soon, you know, and just kind of operating the normal like Midwest life. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. But what I say is like how like the individual level is like and how I feel like they can't be happy is because they're just they're not like finding anything for themselves and they're not choosing anything for themselves. And I picture these people being the ones in 5, 10, 15, 20 years having like a midlife crisis or like 
being mentally unwell or just literally not being happy because they just did what they're supposed to do and never changed any course to do what they want. Or did or, anything different or outside yes, of it. Or, yeah. Yes. And that's what I mean is like they can't be happy because they're not doing anything for themselves. Yeah. So I hope that makes more sense. <laughs> yes. No, that does make more sense. And I agree. I just feel like because in my brain, I'm the only one in my family who went to college. I'm the only one in my family who moved out of Indiana I'm the only one in my family who didn't do the norm or do the like opposite of the norm, but not in like the, I want to think about how to word this in the, what some people would see in that backtrack kind of way. Yeah. Like they had the kid when they weren't necessarily ready or they got into stuff maybe they should not have or, you know, stuff like that. And so I felt like I was the first one to really go the other way. Mm -hmm. Move away, go to college, travel. Some of my family have never even really been out of the state, let alone like Mm. the country and stuff. I'm not saying, you know, I mean, I do think everybody should travel outside of the country, like for sure. I know that's not always like doable, but. Yeah, it's kind of a privilege. But some of my like family have either only been in Indiana and like Florida. Yeah. Like they've never been anywhere else. And that's just like, unfathomable to me mm-hmm. and staying there and I always get guilt tripped of like oh well when are you coming back when are you moving back are you ever gonna move back are you when are you gonna come visit and, and it's just like I probably like, why should never I gonna come <laughs> yeah. back like I don't like even if I don't stay here in Pensacola I'm not going back there I'll right. go somewhere else like it's just like I there's so much to see. There's so much to live. There's just so much more than your hometown and your home mm-hmm. state. There's so much more. And there's so much more than your home state in Florida. Like, cause that's like the main vacation spot. Like there's just so yeah. many other cool, interesting places. And people and like people. Food. I feel like if you never do it for the oh, food. Oh my god! Yeah, the literally the bad. food is like <laughs> the easiest reason to go anywhere else. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But also, yeah, the culture, the things to do, the people. That there's just so much. Well, and that's kind of what I was saying. Like, there, I left my small rural hometown mm-hmm. as soon as I could because. I never would have found anything there that was giving me what I craved. Like, I didn't even know right. what it was. But, like, I needed new and different things than what I was getting there. And But also, like, the people. Like, I never would have found people who feel like family to me now if I had just stuck around there and, and yeah. stuck with what was available. And I think people are so scared scared fear fear is the fucking thing that is holding i think the majority of people back in life and it's the fear of the unknown or it's the fear of the hard thing or fear of fucking something um fear of failure what if i move or what if i go do this and it doesn't work out well (laughs) because that was the main question i always got well what if you move there and you and dylan break up okay then i'll come back home yeah like, at least then I know, like, because, like, we had said in the first episode, you know, we 
we're a year and a half long distance. If I never moved down here, what am I going to do? Like stay with him for more and more years? Right. Not knowing if like it would work living together or in a different state or doing our lives together. Like I would rather know that at a year and a half than in four years when I finally move in with him. Like, no. Right. Well, and then and I move back if, home. Like, so what? <laughs> even if you and Dylan, which I'm going to knock on wood because I really don't want to jinx that because I love you guys together. <laughs> but well, even if you guys broke up tomorrow after you live in there for four years, that doesn't even have to be seen as a failure. Right. That should be seen work as... Out sometimes. Exactly. And the whole and that's okay. reason... The whole reason people end up like getting divorced or having these midlife crises or like whatever the fuck is because they didn't stop and analyze what is going on and if they want this to continue in their life and put a stop to it fucking when you realize you don't want it like right you, right. you guys breaking up right now if that was what was meant to be you know like you guys were not going to be together in the long run and you know yada yada that would be a successful breakup that you guys ended it before it got way too far down the line, and then you've invested yeah. all this other stuff into it. Like, so Especially, like, if it happened when I first moved here. Yes. Like, that would have been best. If it was going to happen, that would have been best case. Was right. for it to happen then. Realizing, okay, maybe this isn't going to work. Like, being together or whatever. And I'm not, and, and I don't think you are either. Like, I don't, we're not saying, like, oh, if something doesn't work out for you, oh, just get over it move on. No. Yeah, you need that time to mourn. It's a loss, whatever it is, whether it's a job you went out for, whether it's a relationship, whether it's whatever, it's it's a loss and you need to mourn it. But I don't think it should ever be seen as a failure. Exactly. I don't ever think it should be seen as that. Yes, be sad about it. Yes, cope with it as you need to take the time for it. But don't see it as, oh, I failed at this. No, it just didn't work out. And yeah, yeah. that sucks. And yeah, that's sad. But... But what if it did? And that was my whole thing was, okay, but what if I do move down there with him and we have a great life yeah. and we stay together? And that's obviously what's happened. It's because that's how I try to think of everything. Like, yeah, maybe it won't work out. But what if it does? What if it does? And it becomes the it is, best thing ever. It's literally worth the risk of yes. failure, of quote unquote I think failure. It's always worth, worth, uh, worth the risk. I think yeah. it always is because, again, what if it does work out? What if you moving to that new state is the best thing ever? What if you quit your job and get this new job and it's the best thing ever? What if you move in with your significant other and it's the best thing ever? What, like, it could life, be life-changing in the best way. Yeah. Like, when my salon closed a year ago and I was so yeah. fucking depressed and felt like a failure again for like the time in my life right because what was chosen what i chose was no longer an option and here i am a year later literally thinking how that was the best thing that ever happened one of the best things that ever happened to me and you you did take that time to cope with it oh my god yeah be sad about it and i don't think you should have felt like a failure but like having that thought isn't isn't it's human nature to have yeah i mean well and it's human nature because our culture views everything as like what you're supposed to do and when you deviate it's a failure that's only because somebody fucking decided that a hundred years ago and it's stuck like we can change that our generation can change that 
us as individuals can change that. Yes, and it should be changed because there's no reason if you try mm-hmm. something new and it doesn't work out, you can say, okay, that's not it. I'm one step closer to finding what is it. But like maybe I know, okay, this isn't long term, but now I'm, I have one thing crossed off and I know I'm one step closer to finding what is, you know, like it just, I, I just feel like everybody should tr- try, just try. Give it a shot. Try something. Even if you got to start small, try a new hobby. Oh my God. If you hate it, guess what? Don't do it again. That's the first step to not being a normie. <laughs> have a hobby. Have an interest in something else. Yes. Yes. Literally, just do something for you that is a little bit outside your comfort zone and find out if it's it or not. And that, and I mean, I will say maybe I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite right now because now I am a huge, I'm going to go try it person and figure out if it works or not. And sometimes I do that with really big, like life changing things. Sometimes it's not just a hobby. Sometimes it's, you know, bigger than that. And like, so I am like one first one to be like, do it, do it, do it. And I will, I will be that person to do it, do it, do it. But even with this podcast, you know, when I start something new, I'm not always very vocal about Mm -hmm. it. Like, even if it's moving, starting a hobby, starting this, start like moving, like I'm not always like the first, like I'm not going to tell everybody about it because I won't feel like a failure if it doesn't work out, but I don't want other people to think I'm a failure if it doesn't work out. And so I guess I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite, but... Not totally, because I won't feel like a failure. I won't think it's failing. I will see it as, okay, I tried it and it didn't work, but I don't want the embarrassment of going back and saying it didn't work (laughs) or I didn't get it or whatever. I do the same thing and I have never, I'm aware of it, but I never thought about it in that way you just said. Like, I'm not telling people because to me, it's not, I won't be a failure, but to them I will. And first of all, I identify with that like completely and you're (laughs) onto something. But also then when you said maybe that makes me a hypocrite, I think, no, I think it just means you're kind of, you're just protecting yourself, which is fair. Like you're, it's something that would make you vulnerable to share Mm -hmm. and you're not choosing to do that at that time. You're not feeling safe enough to do that at that time. But also whatever you gotta do to fucking do the thing you want to do yeah and if that means not telling a soul exactly do it if that means telling everybody so that way you're accountable to actually do it go for it yeah um but just like earlier do whatever like makes you feel comfortable if you're wanting to try something new do what makes you feel comfortable if that means confiding in the very closest people to you and that's it cool if that means telling the world Cool. If that means telling absolutely no one and doing it in a dark room secretly, and by that I mean like hobbies and stuff, not not crack. Um, <laughs> Please, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> then do it, like you know. But um, I I'm a big person that just do it. Like literally, I really, though. Like you will never, in my opinion. Now, granted, maybe in some wild circumstances, but I feel like it's something you'll never regret. No, because you, you, you tried it and you figured out. Because, like, if there's something that you're thinking about enough, often enough, for a period of time long enough, like, whatever that means, 
and, and you could have never vocalized that to anybody, but if it's popping up enough as like, maybe I want that. Maybe I would like that. Maybe, 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 maybe whatever the fuck. Then you want it. Like that's, yeah, the, that's your body's way, your brain's way, the universe's way, whatever the fuck you want to call it of telling you that that's probably right for you or it is right for you at some point, you know, and yeah. you need to be open to it. And that was what I was saying. Like, be open, like listen to those signs, which is just your fucking yeah. brain telling you what you right. want. Like, it's not a, I'm not <laughs> saying sign in a hokey way. <laughs> yes. Um, and you know, then you can pivot when it makes sense. But what, like anytime I even have a thought like about myself, that's like a new awareness or in my case specifically like diagnoses that I didn't have and I came to as an adult like once I started realizing these things could be true about me I didn't say a word to anybody like not to not to you not to my siblings not to my husband at first (laughs) to anybody because I needed to do whatever worked for me to to be able to share that first of all which in my case is educating myself learning more about it and seeing if it's the shoe still fits and in a way that's kind of like my way of like gaining confidence like yeah i'm gonna learn every single thing about it so no one can doubt me when i say this is what's going on or this is me or this is what i want or yeah, I can easily explain like if they are trying to question me, I can easily be like, oh, this. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. Yes. Um, yeah, I could. See, I yeah. And that's, I think, a very smart thing to do. I guess. Rather, it's something <laughs> you just try or just find out or something you are wanting to do or find out or whatever is do some research on it. Yeah. That can be your way of like dipping your toe in. Yeah. You know, um, dabbling. Yeah. And if you don't want to tell anyone, don't. <laughs> and if something's not until right you're for ready. You, right. And it like let's say you dipped your toe in, you're dabbling with something to try it out and you'll I think you'll find pretty quickly if it's not for you. Like yeah. you your whole body will almost like reject it. Like your mind will reject yeah. it. Like, "Oh, I don't want to do it. I'm dreading it. I hate it. Like this that whatever." Like, that's, I really, if you just listen to yourself and your, like, what's going on with you, like, your gut reaction or your instinct or what you want or what you feel like doing in that moment, like, you'll know what's right. And so many, I think we're all just so out of tune with ourselves, which goes back to the little trauma thing. Guys, read The Body Keeps the Score. (laughs) You'll learn what (laughs) I mean. (laughs) That book is, like, everything. Um... But, um, yeah, we're just all, like, not even paying attention to, to ourselves. Um, no, we're paying attention to what everybody else thinks. That's what we're paying attention and to. And then you know what they're what everybody all paying else attention is gonna to? Think, what they're, what what they're doing. What everyone else is, it, yeah. Like, they're yeah. concerned with what they are doing and what people think of them. They're not concerned with you or what people think of you. Yes. Unless they're toxic so as fuck. Live and therefore, your life. <laughs> therefore, who cares? Don't even like, go around them. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just don't even look at them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So at the end, do what makes you happy. Do what is going to bring you joy. Do what it, you are going to look forward to. I look forward to this mm-hmm. every time we talk about it. I look forward to sending our good morning audio message every morning because that's just, it. 
this is something I'm finding that like I'm loving doing yeah. and I look forward to it. And if at any point it starts becoming something that like is like, oh my God, I really don't want to, I'm dreading this. I'm not going to just quit, but like maybe I have a conversation with you about it and we yeah. figure out a way to make it not like that. Or, and eventually if like we both start feeling like that, it's maybe just that time. I don't foresee that ever happening, but it just, yeah, listen to yourself. If you're dreading doing something, stop. Well, yeah. you know, unless maybe it's your job, maybe change it before you just stop it. <laughs> sure. So yeah. that way you can still pay We're your bills. We're telling but... you to up in your life tomorrow. We're just saying to <laughs> take you want to. <laughs> to take notice. Unless your body is telling you to. <laughs> well, yeah, if it's a very unhealthy work environment, make sure you can pay your bills and you're not going <laughs> to become unhoused and, and then take action. But um, we thought that was that was common sense. So, <laughs> so you know, we didn't say that till now. I don't but. know. I kind of want to uproot and go after that conversation. <laughs> I just, like, leave. I walk out of my home and never return. <laughs> I'm like, Nathan's that moved like, me. <laughs> Where'd she go? <laughs> I thought everything was fine. <laughs> we could have talked about me it. And I'll be like, I don't know. We had a conversation about just, like... <laughs> leave it and your do life. a new thing so <laughs> maybe that's what you did <laughs> hey let's be real anytime i uproot my life i take him with me so we'll just that's we'll just, true we'll just keep that pattern going and <laughs> he keeps up with my wild shit <laughs> somehow <laughs> well i think we talked too long again like always yeah yeah we went too, too long we did the dm thing well, guys, that's a wrap. Um, we got just June here because Shelby and I, while filming this episode, talked for much longer. It caused pure chaos for me in the editing process. But you know what? That's what uh, that's what we're good at. Um, pure chaos, thoughtful chaos. Because we did put thought into it. We meant to record this after like eight different times and... It kept not happening, so you got just me. But please go check us out on Instagram. We are at on the same page dot pod. We are putting out some killer content on there, trying to promote the show. So if you want to share with anybody cool, love that. Thank you so much if you do. Also for early listeners on Spotify, um, because this is our first little thing going out since our launch yay um so for our early bird spotify listeners after you listen we are putting some surveys or little polls in the show notes um to try to get your feedback so if you can peek down there see if there's anything available when you're listening if there's not then sorry you missed out but we'll catch you next time so we love you all have a great day we'll see you next week But have a great Tuesday. We love you. Bye-bye. People are going to think I bully you. She does. Help. Oh, my God. My hostage is bullying me. <laughs> Bitch, you, she lives so far away. Didn't we start by, oh yeah, you're hostage. I was going to call back to that without realizing you had just done that. <laughs> I was gonna be like, don't you have me kidnapped? Like, <laughs> Yes, I do. Oh my God.